Hey, 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 what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Wall Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Sogat Pradhan. I'm your host, Asis Nakal. Yep, and we so, have a special guest today. Yes, guys, hey, we have up, a guys? special guest today. Oh, good, 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 Jimmy. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on the podcast, guys. I'm excited to, to be on here with you. Yeah, so Jimmy is a real estate agent who has sold 2,500 homes over his career. He's an angel, angel investor over dozens of companies like Nicola Motor, Seed Round, and Entrepreneur, and a family man. Welcome, Jimmy Rex. Hey, man, it's good to be on here. Thanks, guys. Yeah, of course, man. Thank you so much for coming in uh, to our podcast. It's really, really awesome that you're here. Uh, now, uh, this podcast is basically just created, created to provide values to our listener, you know, help out with their journey about business, becoming a real estate agent, investing into real estate, things like that. So it's really awesome that you're here. Why don't you talk about a little bit about yourself and tell them who you are and what you're doing right now? Uh, yeah, I mean, so I just turned 40 years old. I've been in real estate now for 17 years, so I got in really young. And, uh, you know, I, uh, over using real estate as a vehicle, you know, create a lot of wealth and income that way. I've been able to invest and do some fun things that way. And, uh, now I, you know, uh, play in the space. I coach a lot of different men and different people with real estate and life coaching and things like that. But overall, uh, yeah, man, just a person trying to make himself better every single day, any way I can. Definitely. Yep. So, so what, what got you started into real estate when you first like got into it? Yeah, I kind of got in by accident. I was not very smart when it came to school. I got my associate's degree and that's the two-year degree. And I was trying to get to get like a bachelor's degree, but I didn't realize you have to apply like months and months in advance. And so I had nothing to do for a couple, like six months as I was waiting mm -hmm. to apply to get into school. And so I decided to get my real estate license. And that was in 2005. And the real estate market just was going crazy at the time, kind of like it is right now. Yep. And so I decided, you know, well, what the heck, I'll, I'll dabble in this a little bit while I'm waiting to go to school. And I started selling some houses. And next thing I knew, I mean, that first year, just started hustling it. And I sold over 60 homes in my first year as a real estate wow. agent. My second year, I, I sold 98 homes. And so I was like, well, I ain't going back to school. I got my, I got my career now. And so I just kind of kept going with it. So yeah, Absolutely. Jimmy, so one of the questions that I have for you is that obviously being an entrepreneur is hard, right? Um, during that time, what was your biggest hurdle and what, what is your biggest obstacle as being a real estate agent? Because in today's career that, you know, in today's, uh, uh, sorry, uh, generation that everyone wants to become a real estate agent. But one thing that they, they do not know is that the hurdles that you have to face. So what, what, what did you face during that time? Yeah, I mean, the biggest hurdle that you have when you're young, especially, is you just don't know very many people that have money yet. You know, you're, if you're under 30 and you're trying to hustle and everything, the problem is you just don't know enough people that are buying real estate that are, you know, that have income. And so what I did to com overcompensate for that, and also you just, you know, it's, you're trying to get credibility, but everybody looks at you as this young kid. And so I really focused on getting my skills really sharp and getting my skills all dialed in. Cause I knew if I sounded good enough when they met with me, even if I looked really young and if I looked professional, so I'd wear my suit and I'd wear my tie. I knew if I at least did that part that they would give me a chance to work with them. And so for me, you know, the biggest obstacle was just, again, trying to convince people that I'd be the best person for the job. But I overcame that by simply dressing the part, sounding the part and really learning what it takes to be a great real estate agent. Mm, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I think like, like a lot of people that are getting into real estate right now are struggling to like meet with people. They're just like afraid to talk to people and ask for help and things like that. So, you know, I think that's like the biggest hurdle for new agents. Um, so like I myself just got licensed like four months ago and Congrats, I, I really love it. Yeah. I really love doing this, you know, um, but there's a lot, a lot of things that I need to learn and things like that. 
little good experience. Um, but you mentioned you also coach, right? Uh, do you do coaching just in your state or do you do like uh, virtual coaching as well? Uh, can you talk yeah, a little so, bit about that? Yeah, so the coaching that I do is more specific to um, like life coaching. I, I do a little bit of real estate coaching, things like that. Most of what I do is online. Oh, so I've got okay. my YouTube channel and through that and through my podcast, I do a lot of real estate training. Um, you know, if people are interested in kind of figuring that you can go to mrjimmyrex.com. That's my website. And I have some, uh, trainings on there for real estate agents, but, um, yeah, I mean, you know, the most important part when you're getting into it. So you just got in four months ago is real estate is really pretty simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. And what I mean by that is all you have to do is learn exactly what to say. And then you say it all day long. And then you're going to sell a lot of homes. Like, so learn what to say, get better at doing that and then do it all day. That's really all you do as a real estate agent. So where people fall short is either don't know what to say. They haven't honed their skills to be better at saying it, or they're just not doing it enough. So when I right. started out from seven to 8 AM, every single day, I would practice my, uh, my skills. I would memorize scripts. I would get better at giving the scripts. Then from eight to 11, I'd be on the phones, just calling for sell by owners and expired listings literally spending that time on the phones, making sure I was making enough calls. And when I first started calling people, I'd get an appointment one out of every 70 people I called. By the time I quit calling for sell by owners, I could get an appointment one out of 11 or one out of 12. And so you just get better at what you're doing. You do it more often. And if you call enough people, you talk to enough people, you'll sell some houses. That's awesome. Right, definitely. So I, yeah. I have one question to you, Jimmy is so, you know, we're talking about real, uh, real estate here. And so one question that I, uh, uh, want to ask you is that what advice do you give to a new real estate agent because i know that there's a lot of hurdles like I, like we talked about right and so what's like one advice that you really give to these new agents coming into the industry yeah so i think the best advice i could give to somebody that's, or any any point in the industry is we want to look at life like people tend to focus on the result they want to look at what's happening like what did i get any sales today did i get any new clients today but you can't control that part of it and so if you get caught up too much in looking at the result, you're going to end up driving yourself out of the business because it can be depressing. Mm -hmm. Some days you call 60 or 70 people and you don't get anything out of it. What I always taught people is you got to focus on what's going in the funnel, what you can control. So you got to focus on, again, the effort, the phone calls, the study, the practice, the skill sessions. You can control all of those things. You can control how many hours you get on the phones and make phone calls for or how many doors you go knock. And so if you can focus on that and learn to be consistent, my mentor would always say, fall in love with the monotonous routine of the day-to-day -day work. Like be willing to do what nobody else is willing to do. And you can have what nobody else can have. But if you're not willing to do the hard work, see a lot of agents, people get in and they just want to do the easy work. They want to do the simple stuff. But if you're willing to do the hard work, if you're willing to do the part that nobody else wants to do, then you'll so quickly rise to the top because it's the hard work. It's the thing that, you know, when, when it's tough and, and you want to go home and it's late or whatever, it's making that extra call. It's making those extra appointments. It's setting the extra listing appointment. That's how you get ahead. That's how you really get to be the top agent in your marketplace. Wow. That's awesome. Definitely. Yeah. So you're saying like focus more on the process than uh, results, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Focus on what you can do, not on the results. Right. Cause here's the thing. If you put enough good stuff in, eventually something good comes out. Yeah. Right. It's the opposite as well, though, right? If I fill up my day with bad food or bad media or bullshit, or the news, all these negative things, if I have negative people in my life, then something negative is going to come out of that. 
Definitely. But if I'm filling up my day with motivation and good podcasts and good books and, and skills and doing the hard work, then good is going to come out. And so that's just the way it works. Sometimes it just takes a while. And so you got to trust the process. You know, you've got to give everything you have today, knowing that you might not see the reward for it for 90 days or six months down mm -hmm. the road. Or for me, so I'll give you an example, guys. Two years ago, I sold the most expensive home in the history of Utah. It was $32.5 million. It was the most expensive home at the time that it ever sold in Utah. Well, people, I actually put like 20 minutes of work into that deal. No shit. Okay. Like my client called me, he'd already found it. He wanted it. It was basically done. Well, did I make $32 million commission check that day? It was, you know, it was the biggest commission I ever got. You can do the math on that. No, I made that money in my first seven to 10 years when I was building the business. So it took me to give you an idea. I didn't sell my first million dollar home till my seventh year in the business. Wow. So even though I sold in one day, a $32 million home, like that's a good year for people. That's a great year for people. I did that in one afternoon, but it was the seven years where I didn't sell a single house over a million dollars that I earned that money. And so all those years of grinding and pushing and working and making connections and building my skills led up to one day I could make, you know, a $32 million sell in 20 minutes. Yeah. That's, right. I love what you said there, Jimmy, because you know, we as human, we intend to focus on things that we shouldn't focus on, which is money. We look at money before we start into industry. And I think that's a big hurdle that everyone goes through. And so that they, they make the money focus more, like they, the topic in their head is money. And they just focus on that and they don't focus on the hard work that it actually takes to get there. So what you said there, I, just, I, I love it. That's a great advice as well. Yep, definitely. Um, when you when you said that, I was thinking about uh, you know working out because I've been working out for like three years and uh, so you work out really hard and then you don't get the results right away. Yeah, it's they, the same. Um, yeah, so it's, it's kind of the same thing, right? Like you don't yep. see the result today at the gym. If I I went last yeah. night and got my ass kicked at the gym, I can't tell today, right? <laughs> I'll right. be able to tell three months from now if I consistently keep doing it. And that's really the key to anything in life, guys, is the word consistency. If I could hammer home any one word for your audience, it's the things that you're willing to do consistently over time that are going to make the difference. If you do something one time, it might work. It might not. People always, you know, I have people that come to me. They're like, I want to build up my social media like you have. And they'll post for like three weeks and then they kind of stop. I'm like, well, mm -hmm. guys, I spent five years building this thing up to be what it is now. Like I consistently worked on it every single day. When I wanted to get in shape last year, that was a full-time effort. Every single day, I was paying attention to what I ate, tracking my food, meeting with a nutritionist every week, uh, working out at least once a day. I mean, doing all these things, and all, all of a sudden, you have the body and the figure that you wanted. But those things don't come quickly. They come over time as you consistently do the thing that you need to do. Yeah, that's, that's totally awesome. That, I think that's one of the greatest um, advice for me as well, uh, you know, uh, being here because you know, sometimes for, for myself as well, I, I intend to look for quick results. And, and I, I think that's bad, you know, and, and, and what you said there just inspired me to really, you know, push myself back and then really go through the process and really, you know, dig deep and then work hard. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason to say easy come easy go, you know, if you make money and it was easy, you're going to lose it easy too. But when you've worked for it, when you've really grinded, when you've put that effort in, you know, how hard it was to do it. You just have a different respect for what it took. And so, you know, you end up, just taking care of it a little bit better and turn, you know, tends to work out a little bit better for you. Yeah. That's awesome. Definitely. So well, I have one question, Jimmy, uh, and then, and then so you can ask him as well, okay, but one of the questions yeah. that I have is that 
obviously you uh, you have a real estate uh, uh, real estate agent uh, you have a real estate you, you have expert realty pretty much right and you have a team so how did you really build that team and to, you know to where it's now because I'm pretty sure it took you a lot of hard work to you know get get agents and really build a big team so how did you do that yeah and again it's one of those things where you you know a lot of trial and error I mean just you know being patient um, I always say you know you can try to find great agents or you can try to build them. And it's a lot easier to find them, if I'm being honest. Like, you can take a duck and send him to Eagle School and tell him he's an eagle and put a little eagle badge on him, put a little fake eagle wings on him. At the end of the day, it's still a freaking duck. And so I just, you know, I'm very intentional about who I partner with, who I get into business with. So I really, you know, try to emphasize the people. Look for talented people. Try to surround yourself with the best people, the most talented people, and that'll make the difference. But if you're trying always to, to just take somebody that doesn't know what they're doing and build them up, it's just really hard to do. Well, I like that. Right. That's, yeah, I, I feel like um, like handling a team is going to be pretty hard. But like once you get used to it, once you put in all the work and stuff like that, it'll get more simpler. Um, yeah. So I was going to ask you, like going back to like, uh, you know, when you started, when you first started into real estate, what is the one thing that you would like change that you would have changed and you would have done better to, uh, you know, better yourself? Yeah, it, you know, it's a, it's a hard question about going back, what would I do differently? Because I was dealing with the information I had at the time. And so I just right. did it the best way I knew at that time. Mm -hmm. um, and seeing where it's all ended, I wouldn't change anything because I love where I'm at today. But that being said, um, you know, the one thing that I would say is I wish I bought more homes for myself. I mean, I bought a lot of real estate of my own. Okay. I wish I bought 10 times more. I mean, I, I own 30 houses now and I wish I owned 300. I knew the market was going to do this. I just mm -hmm. got a little bit nervous. I'd gone through the market crash in 2007, 2008. And so it held me back a little bit. But overall, I would just tell people, you know, the main thing that I would say is, is buy more real estate and don't sell it. Nobody ever says, I wish I sold that home 15 years ago. But plenty of people say, man, I wish I hung onto that home that I bought 15 years ago. You know, one thing that I say uh, is that, Jimmy, real estate can own you or you can own real estate, you know? And I think that's very deep because, you know, if you own real estate, you'll make passive income, right? You can be anywhere in this universe and still make passive income. But if real estate owns you, then you, you're you stuck to that kind of like a nine to five, you know, active income, which is, you don't want that as, a, as, as, a, as an entrepreneur, right? You want, you want to save your time. You want to, you know, spread it with your family and really travel the world doing whatever you love, right? And so- Yeah, I mean, I bought, I'll give an example. I built and bought my house five years ago, right? And yeah. I was talking to a woman the other day. She pays $2,600 rent for her apartment every single month, okay? Mm -hmm. I pay for my mortgage, I pay $2,100 a month on a 15-year mortgage. Of that $2,100, $1,500 of it goes to pay down the principal because it's a 15-year loan. So I'm really paying $600 to live in my house, if you look at it that way. But also, I rent my basement out for $1,500 a month. So I actually make $900 a month to live in my house. Every month I live there, I'm making $900. This girl, this woman pays $2,600 to live in her apartment. And she's wondering why I'm getting rich and she seems to be poor, right? I mean, that's the difference between owning real estate and getting owned by real estate. It's a good example. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I think so good. Are you buying real estate right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I just bought one in about a month ago. I mean, my goal is by the end of this year, I want to own 100 doors. So I'm going to get pretty aggressive this year. I still think we're in a bull market. And yeah, I'll always be buying real estate. You know, there's never a bad time to buy it as long as you buy the right thing and you buy it the right way. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you do just yourself or do you have a big team, like an investor that you work together with? 
So, I mean, I, I flip homes. I got a partner that I do that. We buy and sell about 20 homes a year. Um, I also uh, have, you know, I have a team, my business partner, Tyler, we help sell and uh, homes to investors. So we sold 375 homes last year to investors. Um, for me personally, I buy them myself and then I partner with people as well um, that are interested in buying real estate. That's awesome. Right. Yeah. So you pretty much uh, this uh, thing called syndication where you bring investors and you work towards getting the property for all the investors, but then they get the cut, right? Um, so we don't syndicate the real estate deals. No, I find them all one off. So I just represent oh, wow. them all on each deal. Yeah. Oh, so okay. we have the investor comes to us tells us what they're looking for and then we help them buy them. I, you know, I've syndicated deals for some restaurants that I own some mm -hmm. things like that. And so okay. I, you know, I own, I'm part owner in over 30 restaurants as well. Wow. Um, and that's fun as well, but that's a different kind of thing. So, well, you brought that up. So I want to ask you, how is that industry? Because restaurant industry is pretty much, it's hard. First of all, if you don't invest into the right place. So how's that, how's that like? Yeah. So the tricky part about restaurants is most of the time, the ones that don't succeed, is because you get this person that's really good at cooking or making meals or whatever, and they decide they want to do a restaurant, but they really have no business being in business. Um, mm -hmm. They're good at making food. What I do is my partners are all business people. They've succeeded in mm -hmm. at the highest levels at their business. Um, they have a track record with restaurants and everything else. And so what I've done is partnered with them and they crush it, man. Our restaurants are my best investment right now. Like wow. I have, a couple of restaurants in Vegas that every single month just print money. And, um, you know, it's been, it's been really fun. I'm a huge fan of the restaurant business. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. yeah. My dad used to own a restaurant here as well, but we sold it a couple of months ago. Um, Very like cool. Indian restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of hard if you're not, if you don't know what you're doing and yeah. you don't have this mindset. You know? Yeah. I mean, we, again, it's, you're investing anytime you make an investment, guys, you're investing in the person that's in charge. And so, you know, does that person know how to run a business? Does that person understand business? Um, cause if they just understand food, you're in for a long, you know, that's a, that's a tough one, but if they understand business, you can do really well. Yeah. I like what you said there. That's so, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, so what do you think about the housing market? Do you think that it's, gonna, it's still going to go up or do you think that it's going to go down a little bit soon? Yeah, no, I've been saying this for years. I still think it's going to just keep going up, man. They, yeah. The problem is, is they printed so much money. So much <laughs> money's been dumped into the economy that inflation's going through the roof. The only way to hedge against that is you got to buy assets. So you got to mm -hmm. buy gold, you got to buy silver, you got to buy crypto, you got to buy houses. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I bought a boat in 2011. I sold it last year and I got more money for it than I bought it for. That's insane. The only reason why is because people need to put their money into stuff. And so inflation is real. It's getting huge. And so because of that, I think real estate is just going to keep going up. So yeah, I'm pretty bull. I'm super bullish on real estate. I think we'll go up at least 10% this year, if not more. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I think for agents right now is the best time for them because I'm also getting my real estate license. I'm, I'm in the process of it. So I'll be awesome. a real estate agent as well um, in the Utah market. And so I think it's a great opportunity to grasp while it's, uh, it's up there so that you can really make good commission and, and really help people at the end of the day because- that's what entrepreneurs do is to solve, they solve problem and help people as well. So yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, no, it's, I'm very bullish on real estate right now for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I, I have a question uh, for you. So, so what's your, like, you know, you talk about your five-year plan, right? Um, and then now I want to, I want to ask you on this podcast is that what's your next, next year, next, next five years looks, looks like, you know, like what, what do you want to do with, 
Reynolds, I know you, you mentioned that you want 100 units, but what is in, in the next five years, like how many units do you want to own or what do you want to do? You know? Yeah, I, I think 100 is a good number for that. You know, I'm really okay. focused on growing my, my men's coaching group right now. Um, okay. I'll probably grow that over the next year to be somewhere around 500 members. Oh, wow. um, and then I want to, you know, I'm doing a lot of other things. Um, my real estate team is continuing to sell. So I want to, this year, I want to hit that goal of selling 500 homes. We felt just short last year. Um, yeah. So got a lot of big goals, man. A lot of fun things in the works, but. That's awesome. Do you want to talk about your men's uh, coaching uh, program a little bit? Um, yeah, I mean, I can. It's, you know, basically uh, just, we live in a world where uh, men are desperate for brotherhood. It's really hard to find people that are willing to be vulnerable and authentic and in integrity. And, and so I wanted to start a group that basically helps highlight those things and helps men create a space where they have that brotherhood mm -hmm. and so that's what it is it's called we are the they okay uh, and uh, that's my men's group and so I limited the first group to 50 people I had 140 people apply the day we launched it um, but this year I'm going to open it up and we'll probably expand a second group to you know 500 people or so but it's just a group to help men be the best versions of themselves the whole theory that you know nobody's coming to save you so it's your job to really put the effort into to become the best version of yourself. Totally. Yeah. Definitely. That's, that's awesome. I, and so how, so if, if people want to uh, go through that process or want to get into that, how can they reach out to you or help, you know? Yeah. Follow me on social media is probably the easiest way. That's where I'm going to, when I open the group, that's where I'm going to post it. That's, Shout it uh, out. Mr. Shout it out. that's Mr. Jimmy Rex. Um, but then also it's weird that they movement.com is our website. If you want to awesome. check it out. And it's closed right now. Nobody can join right now, but you can apply. And then once we open it up, you'll get the information and stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sounds, sounds awesome, man. Do you have anything? Um, you're all here, you know, helping other people build their business, build their life, uh, get them to become more successful. Um, exactly. Really awesome. Yeah, it's fun, man. Yep. Any yeah. other advice that you can give to uh, new agents or anyone trying to get into business? Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, just have fun with it. You know, it's, I mean, if you, if you fall in love with the routine, if you fall in love with the process, um, you can do a lot of things, but you know, it's not going to be as easy as you think it's going to take time. Um, but that consistency over time, that's the key. So my one thing I would say to anybody listening to this is learn to be very good at being consistent, do the hard things every single day, win the day you'll win your life. Awesome. Yeah. I, I think that, I mean, for, for me, like, I think that's all I have, you know, as far as questions, I feel like you nailed down every single thing that we wanted to talk about, honestly, you know, as a being an entrepreneur and, and go and about real estate as well. So thanks so much for joining this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy. All right, guys. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate you. All right. Thanks all right so much. Take care, guys. You bet. Yeah, you too.